0: The Talking Point on SAFM, weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. It is seven minutes after 11 o'clock. You are listening to The Talking Point. Thank you so much for staying with us. Uh, If you've just joined us, welcome to the show. You've just missed out on a spectacular hour, but not to fret. You can always find the podcast of the conversation we had in the last hour with Kosa. You can find that on the SAFM website. Just go to safm.co.za. Scroll down. When you see podcast tab, you just click on that tab and it will take you to the podcast segment and you'll be able to find it over there. I do encourage you to, uh, to look for it. Uh, it will be up very, very shortly. Otherwise, you can just follow me on Twitter, follow me on Facebook, and I'll post the link to the conversation. Then you don't have to go through that ordeal of finding it on the website. I'll just put out the link. You click directly on it and immediately start listening to that. Do you remember about three weeks ago was it three or four weeks ago? We had a com- conversation um, with uh, Jabutaka uh, about compensation for mine workers, and we went through. It wasn't just about the compensation moment. It was really about uh, the social political history of mine workers in South Africa, dating back to the early '90s, um, and 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 the conditions under which they worked. And 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 then we spoke about. The ordeal they went through from a health perspective, very specifically, then around certain class action suits that followed from there. There's the silicosis case, you would remember that was a big, big deal. But anyway, coming out of the court judgment was a settlement of five billion rand being put together between six mining companies, um, where you know beneficiaries or those who are legitimate claimants can claim from this. The process. Um, is actually quite complicated, I I, I understood at the time. And, and and there are many sort of prerequisites to pass. There are many things to check. There's health assessment. There's historical documents which may or may not be found. And and there are various ways of going about this. One of the trusts that is in existence that we had spoken about is the Tiamiso Trust. Today, we have Lusanda Chia, the acting CEO of the Tiamiso Trust uh, to tell us about the uh, silicosis and TB class action and, and, and what this specific fund focuses on and how you can claim from this specific fund being the Tiamiso Trust. So we had a lot of questions about it that particular day and thereafter. If you have any more questions, do uh, get in touch with us. You can contact us. You can give us a call zero eight six triple zero two zero three two. The lines remain open throughout the conversation, and you can also send us a WhatsApp voice note on zero six one four one zero four one zero seven. Lusana, good morning. Thank you so much for your time. Really do appreciate it.
1: Thank you very much, Oliver. Thank you for the invitation. I hope you're well.
0: I am. I hope you are too. Let's start here. Uh, what is the Tia Trust?
1: Um, as you said earlier on in your explanation, the Tiamisa Trust was established um, uh, in 2020 as a result of a settlement in a class action. It was six mining companies that are involved that settled. They settled with the with the claimant's attorneys. Um, and it is around silicosis and TP specifically. Mm, um, yeah. The settlement amount is estimated to be around five billion rand, but in reality, it's not actually kept. For as long as we can find people who qualify according to be the to the eligibility criteria, uh, the mining companies are obliged and will pay them. Oh, that's... even if it goes oh, wow. beyond, yeah, a
0: that's interesting. So this will be sort of one of those trusts that runs beyond its timeline, effectively.
1: Unfortunately, it doesn't run between, uh, beyond the timeline. It has to be within the timeline. We die a natural death in twenty thirty one. Um, so ah. in the in this period while we exist. Um, people can claim and the and, and, and the commitment is that even if it goes beyond the estimated 5 billion rand mm. they would still pay it out if they qualify however that is one of the shortcomings of a trust of this nature is that it has a t- it's time bound
0: what does your early actuarial estimates tell you about how much you expect this to go over the 5 billion by
1: um, at this stage, we we can't tell. Really, we mm. can't. Uh, the court estimated five billion rand and simply said that. In um, the settlement, said uh, beyond that, the mining companies would pay, even if. But the estimate is that five billion rand that mm. Um, mm. that was settled on.
0: Who does this settlement apply to? I know that there are six mining companies uh, that that yes. put together the settlement amount, but do you have to have worked for these six mining companies, or does it apply yes, to other players to. Uh, who perhaps are not a, who didn't contribute? to the settlement, but who certainly operate in the, in the gold space?
1: It applies, unfortunately, to only these six mining companies. And if you go through our website, in our trust deed, there's, there is captured a specific detailed list of exactly which mines. Mm. Between the two of them, these six mining companies owned... 82 mines that are uh, the qualifying mines. Right,
0: right, right.
1: And if you recall that um, you have to have carried out risk work, and by risk work we mean work that exposed you to the possibility of inhaling silica dust. Uh, You have to have done risk work for a minimum of five years at one of the qualifying gold mines, and I said there's 82 of them listed specifically, during a qualifying period which is between 12th of March 1965 to December of 2019 uh, uh, uh. that's that that that's what you have to have done now if you if you're still we you are a living mine worker you must have suffered permanent lung damage from either silicosis or tb and specifically it has to be tb that was diagnosed within a year of you leaving the workplace, because as we know, TB um yeah. abounds in our country, and you can get it in any other many situations. You, you, if you, if you, the you... mine worker has already deceased, the families can also claim. Um, and here, there must be evidence that they either died from TB within a year of having left the mine, if it's a TB claim, or or that they died
0: from silicosis or had silicosis if it is a silicosis claim. Mm-hmm. I, I want us to slow down here a little bit and, and, and uh, just mm-hmm. some. I just want to ask some clarity questions. You said permanent lung damage
1: Yes so essentially we don't pay simply for that you have a disease, but that your lungs are impaired as in permanently damaged from the disease right and that is and that is what the the, the different classes are based of of, 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 of um, compensation are based on. Mm. So you undergo a benefit medical examination, which comprises two parts. One of them is an x-ray and the other is is um, um, uh, to assess lung damage. Mm. So you have to meet both those criteria.
0: So let's then, then speak about the different classes of impairment. Uh, what are the different classes of impairment?
1: it's a long detailed list as you said with everything this trust uh, it's very specific very detailed and it, you don't have enough time for us to go in detail through all of them but there's 10 um, classes
0: so there are 10 classes
1: there are 10 classes and the payment ranges from just above 70,000 rand to over half a million rand based on the class based on the that class found.
0: yes right uh, what's what's the average here uh what what what's what's the most common uh, class of damage that you have come to realize. What What's your data telling you?
1: Mostly, it's silicosis class one, which is around just under a hundred thousand. Right.
0: What is silicosis class one?
1: It is. It is the lowest level that of compensable disease that we can find. Um, so it is looking at impairment, but impairment that has not reached a certain stage. Mm-hmm. Okay. because uh, as you as you will know um it is a progressive disease so you know if you are found earlier or later that that is the extent which your your lungs are impaired will probably be different mm,
0: mm. yeah that does matter and of yeah. course when you yes, had this does. also matters i guess the year also matters and access to medical yes, uh, attention yes. matters again just give me the timeline it's from 1965 1965
1: to december of 2019 is the qualifying uh,
0: period? Yes. Oh, okay. And just just by scale, how many how many mine workers, as 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 a headcount, do you think, uh, were employed at these eighty two different mines?
1: Oof, that's a number that uh, I can't give you at the top of my head. But, you know, I can come back to you when when, when we come back and tell you we've paid a billion rand and we're close to doing that. Where, where, where are you at Come moment? back to the show. At this point, uh, you know, in the last two years, because we started processing claims in, in February of 2021, we've paid just under 11,000 just over 10,000 claims, and we've paid about
0: 980
1: million rand as of Friday last week.
0: Did you say 11,000 claimants? Yeah. And from these 11,000 claimants, how many of them are alive?
1: Ooh, in our split for claims, we have about 40% of them being deceased claims. Right, right. So that's that that's would quite a be bit. about the average of what the split. Yes. Yeah,
0: that's quite a bit.
1: But um, yeah, we're about at 980 million rand that we've paid out so far. Oh, so wow, we're that's... looking at getting to a billion rand. Uh, we think we think it's 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 good. We 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 excited to have gotten to this point in two years because as I said, February mm, 2021 mm. is when we started making payments. But we 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 looking to pay more. So we're looking yeah. forward to doing more in the coming year.
0: I, I mean th- this this 5 billion also is supposed to cover your operational costs uh, what are you looking at, at no moment?
1: it doesn't oh it doesn't um, so that comes separate no it does not yes it comes separate it's a separate budget for 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 the administration also funded
0: by costs
1: also funded by those uh, six mining companies just tell me the but it is of these separate six from companies. the money it is Africa Rare or Minerals. It is Anglo Gold and Anglo Gold Ashanti. It is Cebanya uh, Stillwater Goldfields um, and Harmony. I hope I've covered all six of them.
0: So sibania bought some of Harmony's mines. H- how does that work?
1: Well, both of them are part of the settlement, so those would be covered.
0: So what happens if 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 you worked for a mine? that as at, le- at a later stage there was a gold mine but at a later stage was bought by one of these six companies or was one of these six companies but then was sold at some point and is no longer one of these six companies what's the qualification
1: um, it will cover of? you for the period during which um, it was owned by one of these these mines because yeah. really the legal principle is that uh, these mines these mining companies are paying for the damage in the time that they they that they owned that mine so they're taking they're taking responsibility for that.
0: Mm, mm. Yeah. Give us a call if you have any questions. Zero eight six triple zero two zero three two. That's the number to dial. Uh, you can also send us a WhatsApp voice note on zero six one four one zero four one zero seven if you have any questions. And I do encourage you, please. It, it's a very complicated process, and I want us to get to the details mm-hmm. of that. Uh, Lusanda Chia, who is the CEO, the acting CEO of the Tiamiso Trust, is with us at this moment. Let's take a quick break on the other side of this. We continue the program. Hashtag SFM Talking Point. I am in conversation with Lusana Gia, the acting CEO of the Tiamiso Trust, and we're talking about the trust itself. This, of course, is a trust that aims to compensate uh, ex mine workers who have, uh, as a result of their work in the mine, as a result of risk work in the mine in particular, have suffered lung impairment, permanent lung impairment in particular, uh, can claim from this particular fund. Uh, and we're going to go into how you can do that. Give us a call 086 000 2032. Um, uh, Lisanne, let's go into how people can claim from this fund. Yes. Um, there are different types of claimants there are deceased claimants, or there are next of kin yes. of deceased claimants, and then there yes. are alive claimants. Um, okay. talk to us about how people can claim and what the process is.
1: Okay, so, um The process is essentially in the first step is to lodge a claim. So you first start off by checking if you're eligible to lodge a claim at all. So we will check for, we will check for whether you meet those, those basic requirements, qualifying risk work, qualifying mine, qualifying period. Right, then you you will be invited to come and lodge a claim. At that point, you have to bring certain documentation with you. You know everything from your identity to your medical um, uh, uh, records uh, to your to um, to um, in the in if you're claiming on behalf of a deceased claimant. You know you have to identify yourself and show your relationship that you are indeed eligible to 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 claim on behalf of, you know, this is this is really your father, your mother, and so on, right? So at that point, after lodging your claim, you then follow a number of other steps, includes a, there's a medical certification panel who review all the medical information to see if you have a compensable disease, what type of disease is it is, and how severe the lung damage is right yeah. so living mine workers uh, have to go through a benefit medical examination and if they're then certified as medically eligible there's a trust certification panel that reviews all the documentation and determines how much compensation you qualify for and then it's re- the claim is reviewed by the agent that represents the mining companies for final verification and then we'll do you know check Your bank account, uh, get you to 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 submit your bank uh, details. We do a bit of financial literacy training so that people, you know, find a way of making this last, you know, Mm. this whatever amount of is before we make the final payment. If um if you comes free of charge, I'm assuming. Yes, all of this is free of charge, and that's a very important point actually. That you 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 ask, all of this is free of charge. You don't need a lawyer. You don't need to get somebody, anybody who approaches you and offers you a service at a cost, uh, even to transport you somewhere, is not TMS or trust representative.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So the most you have, you have to details, do is to you do get some, yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So now you have the details, You the, the bank details, you've done some uh, uh, financial yeah. literacy training, then how do you make payments? Do you make it as a once-off payment or do you... Uh, yes, st- it's made uh,
1: as a once-off payment.
0: Oh so you it's don't segment it out across a period of time? No, we don't.
1: This is partly why we do the financial uh, literacy that you know, especially if it's a larger amount, then we, people have to know how to handle it mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and try to make it stretch.
0: Yeah. So let's go yeah. back to the documentation part. Yeah. You need an ID document if you're yes. alive. Um, mm-hmm. you need to prove You also that you need a record a of service. A record of service yes. at a qualifying mm-hmm. mine and yes. you then need to prove that you did risk work. Um, yes. It,
1: okay. it it's not difficult to prove risk work once you have your 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 documents up or you know that with your service record because the mining companies mm-hmm. will know also what kind of work that you did so yeah. it's 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 a double checking system because and the challenge really here is the fact that um before the 80s especially none of this was digital Mm-hmm. So that's why we have to be verifying different sources and combining information. Because even at the point at which we're paying, if we see a gap in the in, 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 in the records, employment records of somebody, we go and dig up the information to make sure that we don't miss an opportunity to make a payment mm-hmm. because there's a gap that perhaps the, the miner themselves don't have all their full documentation, mm-hmm. didn't keep all their documentation. Mm. There's now a database that we've been building up with time that yeah. we can go back to and go back to the mining companies to just close all the gaps to make sure we have a full line of sight on employment yeah. record of a particular individual.
0: Yeah, yeah. just uh, so, so about this and, and record keeping, I've learned from mm-hmm. Jabu Club that record keeping in the 60s and 70s was terrible. Um, yep, very bad. and and it may well be that somebody doesn't have an ID document. It may well be that somebody mm. doesn't have still their record of service, um, mm. especially if you're claiming on behalf of uh, a deceased uh, claimant. Yeah um, what then exceptions do you then make in in, in these instances?
1: Unfortunately, uh, Oliver, we, we, we exist uh, by virtue of a the conclusion of a legal process and a very, very prescriptive trust deed that represents the settlement between these companies and the claimant's attorneys. And it's very clear about what we can and cannot do. It's the rule book that established us. And it's not something that we can vary, change, amend in any shape, manner or form. Um, the only times where, you know, on rare occasions, if we come across something that... We realise practically, you know, is is not doable in the way in which when they settled, they they thought it could be, uh, or it. There's an unintended consequence of some measure that's captured in the trust deed. Then we are able to bring this forward, and we have to do a motivation. But it has to be renegotiated, resettled, re-registered as an amendment with the master of the High Court. It's 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 not something that we we. That has much flexibility. Mm. So if we ultimately get to a point where um, the records are, just don't allow us to proceed, then it's unfortunate, but we, we, we can't proceed. Mm. But once so, somebody has been in the system and there are gaps, then in that instance, we try. We work with the Department of Health, Department of Home Affairs. We look for ways of getting documentation to come together for a claimant. But if you don't have the very basic documentation, it mm. becomes difficult for us to do. Mm. Anything beyond
0: that, I mean, it, it it would be impossible for us to exhaust all, all different manner of, of of scenarios that could possibly have existed. But let's let's consider this for a, for a minute. I'm claiming on behalf of my father, who worked in a mine from 1968, let's say, to 1981. Mm-hmm. Uh, my father left mine in 1981 because he was sick. There was never any medical tests that were done. Uh, my father mm. then dies in, let's say, 1986. He went home, mm. lived a, a life of illness for quite a while, uh, and then died. Mm. in the And, and the medical, uh, the the autopsy, let's say, uh, cause of death says that my father died from some sort of lung impairment. It's not very specific. Could have been TB. Could have mm. been something else. My father dies in 1986. It, I know that my father worked at this particular mine um, Mm -hmm. because we live in this particular town and every day my dad went here. um, And and perhaps I don't even have my father's ID anymore, but I can prove to you we share the same surname and that I was born here and whatever the case may be. Am am, am I standing a strong chance of successfully claiming here? Um,
1: Again, it's going to depend, Oliver, on, on the records that we can find. And we really do try. We really do try as much as possible. Once we establish the minimum, we establish is that you worked at a qualifying mine, um, that you worked for a minimum of five years, and that uh, uh, it was during this period. Once you get into a system, we try to assist. We look at records from the from the from the gold mining companies themselves. We 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 do try and assist in that instance, but in the event of us not being able to assist, um, you know, remember that conversation you had with Chabotlava? Um, we exist as a very small cog in a very much bigger machine mm. that is about uh, social benefits, unpaid and un- or, un- yes, un- or, or unclaimed mm. social benefits to ex-mine workers. There is a much bigger statutory system around compensation in the country. It's driven by law. Mm. It exists for even because uh, not all lung diseases, silicosis, you know, for lung diseases beyond that, and it is possible for somebody to still be captured in
0: mm-hmm. uh, as
1: part of one of the other solutions that exist. I
0: I, I specifically, specifically said the very specific yeah. one. So I specifically mm. said here, and again, it's a hypothetical scenario, but he left the mine in 1981 and died only in 1986, five years after he left the mine. And your qualifying mm. criteria is that it must be the disease must have been contracted a year after. Like I said, he never done any medical exams. TB. But he died of, let's say, TB, hypothetically speaking. Mm. Um, and, and, and and his health deteriorated over time, and, and, and he, he mm. succumbed to death um, in 1986, five years after he left the mine. Mm. Does a person in that instance is 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 that a, uh, an eligible claimant?
1: Um, it would depend on, on on whether there are any medical records whatsoever. There are no
0: medical records, none whatsoever, yes. except mm. in the absence cer- of e- except a death certificate and certificate, perhaps a, mm. a, 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 a an autopsy that says he died of TB.
1: Mm. Um, we would have to. We, we remember as i said we have this specific set of rules unfortunately so if if the if there's no medical record that says you know but if the if the if if the death certificate is specific enough to say he died of tb then there's a place to start okay? there's mm. a place to start if the but it has to be based on there is some kind of record that reflects that because then otherwise in the absence of documentation unfortunately so good faith no word of mouth is not start. enough here unfortunately not
0: it is half past 11. let's take a quick break we're going to take the headlines from Dino mutawang and we continue the conversation on the other side of the sun Monali, uh, Monasilo, as well as ace I'll be coming to you
2: this is a question to you Oliver, the people in the media and also the lady there representing the trust of these people or who are affected by silicosis how far out in the public is this message going is this message going to those people to those miners to those families is it going to the African radio stations, African language radio stations, Mozading FM, Umslaboenene FM for the Kossas, um, um, Tobela FM, those other languages as well across the country? Um, africans also the mines in northern cape is it going to is it only open to south africans is it also open to those miners who were coming from outside who were now affected dying from silicosis? is it open to miners who are from mozambique also miners that are from zimbabwe miners that were from tanzania miners that were from zambia that were working in these companies
0: uh, so two questions there lusanda uh the first being how, how many of these sort of interviews do you do
2: um
1: not enough <laughs> i would say but um we do do uh, information and, and 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 public awareness campaigns when we sure. especially when we go out in outreaches into those communities and if i can answer the question uh, as far as i heard them uh, let me start with the last one first yes this this settlement affects um, a, a mine a mine workers and ex-mine workers across eight countries in the South region. Right. So beyond South Africa, uh, there's Lesotho. Lesotho uh, has the highest concentration of ex-gold mine workers outside of South Africa. So you will find that a sizable post- portion, over 40%, something in the region of 450 million rand has been paid to claimants in Lesotho. So yeah. like after South Africa, it's so. How much? Then it is over four hundred and fifty million.
0: Oh wow! So half half of what's been paid out has has gone to the. Almost
1: future. half. Yeah, almost half. Right. Almost half. Because the highest concentration is in South Africa and Lesotho and they are almost two thirds, like 60% of the estimated number of mine workers come from those two countries. So that's where we started, Mm. but we also are busy right now rolling out and we've done, so we are at different stages in different countries, but um, Eswatini, uh, Mozambique, um, Malawi, Zimbabwe, Botswana, and to a much smaller extent because the numbers are that much smaller, uh, also, um, uh, Namibia. Right. So, currently, we have a uh, lodgement services in other words, the ability to, to actually go and register a claim that's there in Mozambique, it's there in Eswatini, um, it is there in Botswana. But we are now busy rolling out the benefit medical examinations in order for us to progress the claims mm-hmm. uh, in countries like Zimbabwe. We are still in talks with government because you know you can see it's highly regulated with the work that we have to do we have to make mm. sure we have government on board in order to be able to implement healthcare services because that's what your benefit medical examinations are but also to have the agreements and understandings in place for how we get documentation i mean we get to some countries and discover for instance in malawi that until very recently like two years ago they didn't issue a thing called a death certificate mm. they had a death Kind of document. So how do we what work? Do with that? What did
0: they have? What, what what do they call the document?
1: I forget what it's called. Sorry, They're off the top of the mind now, I can't remember. But it 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 wasn't a death certificate like a South African death certificate. So in mm. that sense, it, it 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 there was a concern that it's not going to meet the requirements of the trustee. So what we're looking mm. at is is one of those things. As I said, when we come across something that looks like in practice, it's not going to look the way. They thought when they sat down and agreed in 2018, we need to be clear what it is, get government uh, input onto it formally so that we can motivate for a required amendment to the trust deed for us to proceed. So mm. that's what we're trying to do in, 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 in these countries. Mm. So um, when we do those, those uh, when we go into each country, we then work with. With government, we work with ex mine workers associations, and we do do these drives. And radio is bigger than any other medium because of the kind of audience that we're talking mm. about.
0: Yeah, so, absolutely. Um,
1: yeah, so those collaborative processes are underway. Uh, there is the the, the the this is in South Africa the biggest drives so far by number have been in the Eastern Cape, Free State, and Northwest mm. because that's where bigger numbers in concentration of ex mine workers that are eligible to claim here are situated.
0: Let's go to the lines. We've got Sanele in Peter Maritzburg. Sanele, good morning.
1: Uh, good morning, how are you?
0: I'm well, I'm well, sir. How are you?
3: All right, all right. Uh, thanks for the show. I'm asking on behalf of my auntie here. Uh, mm-hmm. I just want to get an advice. My auntie has been uh, is based is in Maristak, but the way he's done, his claims are done, the claim uh, is done. There is a group of them that are actually supposed to be picked up from underpaid to be sent to Joe bed for whatever reason, uh, maybe once a month. Me. So now he has spent over 13,000 <sighs> rand with this traveling court. And now there's no paperwork to say, I need to mm. phone and check well, how much, mm. how much money is he going to pay out uh. of this mm. and all mm. those things. And if, if, if he misses a meeting, you can see that if you didn't give him money to go, he, he, he starts to be angry now as if he's going to lose uh, the money that he's entitled to.
0: And mm. the, the, the last
3: <sighs> recently they were supposed to get proof of employment. Of, of so at that time they were employed in a place which was called whatever. It was in Maristak. It's no longer there now. It is in a couple. So when we went there they said they don't have these records. But still he mm. still goes on to this trip to, 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 to Joburg. Mm. And
0: there's no one
3: that says this game is successful, is
0: there potential
1: or what? Mm, mm, mm. I, I don't know if it makes
0: sense. <sighs> yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Did, did you have a response to, 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 to that, uh, Lusanda?
1: Unfortunately, yes, I have a response. Unfortunately, uh, one of the hardest things to deal with, one of our biggest challenges, is people who are taking advantage of people who mm. are basically destitute. Um, As I said earlier on, the Tiamiso Trust process, there is no payment. We try to bring services as close as possible, not more than 50, 60 kilometers away, so that claimants are able to get there fairly easily. But beyond that, if anybody asks you to pay money so they can transport you to Johannesburg, that is, that is a fraudster. Mm. That is not somebody who works for the Tiamiso Trust, Mm. definitely not. There is nobody collecting money to transport people to across provinces uh, who works for the Tiamiso Trust. That is not our process. If you saw one of the things that Jabu Baba spoke about, uh, was an initiative that was underway in KZN. That week we went to Pongola, we went to Ulundi. we went there physically. Yeah. It's so it's it, there's no process of ours that requires somebody to to pay someone to drive them to Johannesburg. So what I would suggest is if we,
0: Sorry, sorry, sorry. I j- just finish off the uh, Lusana, then I'll give Sannele another okay,
1: chance. What I, what I, I'm going to give you a, a WhatsApp number at the end that I'm going to ask them to contact us so we can figure out what this is. Sure.
0: Okay. okay. Is that helpful, Sannele? All right. Thank you very much. Can I give him the number now? Is he listening? Yeah, we will do the number at the end so that we give at the it end. to everybody okay. all at once. All right. Thank you so much, Sandele. Okay. I really, really do appreciate it. Munasilo uh, and Kronstadt Ace Khiba in Matlosa, and I'll be coming to you very shortly. Let's just take a quick break. SAFM Talking Point.
2: If he has a second wife, is, he, is second wife going to, the first wife going to benefit, and her kids or the children out of white are they going to benefit. Thank you, Oliver.
0: Thank you so much for that. Lusanda, how do you deal with those nuances? Okay. Um
1: that's 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 a very interesting question. Okay. There's a there's a long list um that we're actually busy working on right now in terms of getting it published that tells you the
0: degrees and levels of Oh, Lusanda? Seems like we've lost Lusanda over there. Let's see if we can reconnect back to Lusanda uh, on this course so we can get the full details here. Um, My apologies for that. The line just failing us there a little bit. Zero eight six triple zero two zero three two. That's the number you can give us a call. We are left with about three minutes or so. Uh, I just want to squeeze in a number of these calls. I'm going to go there so long and hopefully we can remember the details of it and have Lusanda respond to it. Munasilo in Kronstadt. Good morning. Good
3: morning, Oliver, and to the panel. Uh, Oliver, listen, I wanted that lady to answer this question. Some, like myself, I'm talking about myself, uh, most of us work uh, in a gold and uranium plant for Anglo. And part of our work as mechanical uh, operators, we used to uh, oversee all oh, from underground... Okay.
0: Or sorry, or so, sorry, can we just let Munasilo, Munasilo just go ahead there?
3: uh we had to overseer all from underground mm. under dusty conditions to the plant and then do
0: you after, want to know if that qualifies as risk work
3: yeah, yeah so for us no, let me just tell you something uh, between 1980 and 1984 i wanted to join the refinery in germiston mm. and i went for a long time i had to breathe into an apparatus and they told me my 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 language sorry sorry for my French, Call me my fridge, please. Mm. So I changed from the plant situation. I became an, radical, an analytical an chemist in, uh, again in, in in the in the uh, Golden Iranian plant. I only left that place in 1989. Mm. So I want to know.
0: Sure, uh, thank you so much for that. Yeah, Thanks a lot, thank Munasila. i want to put you back on the line. You can listen on the radio to that Ace and Matrosana in 30 seconds, sir. Ace. Do we have Ace? Seems like we may have lost Ace. Uh, Lusanda, do you want to respond quickly to uh, Munasilo's question there?
1: I was struggling to hear him. If you can please repeat his question, Oliver.
0: He's no longer with us, but in a nutshell, he worked for a particular mm-hmm. mine. He was an overseer, underground overseer. He mm-hmm. then was, uh, he, due to his lungs, was moved to a different department, doing different work. But he continued mm-hmm. to work for the mine, only then left the mine in 1989. Um, okay. He was inhaling dust underground, he says.
1: Okay. Well, that sound, if you, if he you did, that sounds like risk work. If he worked underground um, and and therefore was in a position where he 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 could he could possibly breathe in silica dust, um, it sounds like he would be a qualifying claimant. Right um um the questions of course is, is are going to be around are going to be based on a benefit medical examination sure. as i said to you not all lung disease is yeah. silicosis yeah so it would yes but it sounds to me sure. i can't speak with it sounds to me that he he would qualify to lodge a claim sure and thereafter our process would kick in and determine based on 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 on, on where he is with his disease with the, yeah. with Just the disease that he has if there's evidence of a compensable sure. disease or not Just
0: just in 10 seconds, how do people reach out to you? What's that WhatsApp number?
1: Okay, so um, let me give you in this order. There's a call center, 801 0 240 801
0: 240 Is this a talkie you can number? Also-
1: Yes, a toll free number. Okay. It's a toll free number. The WhatsApp and if number? you're outside of South Africa, you can call this number and and and, and we will call you back.
0: Okay. If you're and outside the WhatsApp number. Africa.
1: The WhatsApp number is 078-504-9004. Um, um,
0: 078-504-9004. Yes. Thank you so much for and
1: that. And there's also an email, info at cmsotrust.com.
0: Okay. You
1: can also find us on Facebook. We are responsive to people's questions on
0: Facebook. Fantastic. Thank you so much for that. I really, really do appreciate it. We've gone over time. I'm going to tweet out those numbers. Follow me on Twitter. It is at Olive underscore speaking. I'm also on Facebook. You can find these numbers there. I'll post them in a very, very short